it's like a actual connection as like something happened in the story, that's even doper. Yeah, I totally think it's possible. Hmm. Great. All right, we're <laughs> gonna move on. Hey, wait, that's a triple play. New episodes of Kim what is going on ladies and gentlemen boys and girls people of all ages welcome back to the aoa show i'm your host as always ian along with the boys isaiah oh hi you and gavin oh what is the gucciest of shoesiest you might not know and today we're talking tower god uh episodes 10 to 18 right mm-hmm. Of season three, obviously. So you guys know the drill. We had our Discord peeps shoot us some questions after our live stream. If you don't know, you got an hour after our live streams are concluded to ask whatever question you want in the TOG question section of our Discord. Seven most upvoted questions will be displayed on our show. Uh, sometimes, though, we try and put some different people in there. So although some people are just whizzes with the questions, we want to give everyone a fair chance. So don't be discouraged. And Isaiah and I sometimes, and Gavin, when he's when he's available, will clean up some of the other questions in another video throughout the week. So those could be any questions. doesn't have to be the most upvoted. So again, don't be discouraged. Ask your questions. But you have to join that Discord in order to do it. And you have to know when we live stream, which means that you have to hit us up on AOA Reacts. The link is in the description down below and subscribe there so you don't miss any future live streams. But abs. Abs. Always be subbing. Mm-hmm. Which fits perfectly with this arc considering everyone has abs. True. Everyone. So... We're going to get into part one here. Gavin, hit us up with the first question. Mm, mm, mm. We got Riru. Thank you for the question. Uh, Kuhn's new power seems to be in the shape of a sweet fish. Uh, if you remember, Kuhn had a sweet fish that sacrificed itself to save him from a fire back in the Dollar Show. Do you think there's a connection between the firefish and the sweet fish from the Hell Train? If yes, what is it? Um, so in your question, you state, if you remember, Kuhn had a sweet fish that sacrificed a blah, 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 dot, 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 dot. Um, I'm going to play the Uno reverse because I don't remember that. Uh, I feel like <laughs> an absolute <laughs> terrible reader and a terrible person because, um, yeah, I don't remember. And I'm really hoping one of you guys do to like maybe um, yeah, like yeah. jumpstart a memory. Right? Uh, yeah. Good because he, he doesn't either. <laughs> All right. I don't feel as I'll bad. put my phone back um, in my pocket now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I felt really bad because I was like, I don't remember, but I passed the ties. I I believe that she's referring to the sweet fish that Kuhn grabbed from the, um, when he played the game with Rachel, and they were going after the fish, and he condensed it, and he put it in his lighthouse, and it stayed in his lighthouse, and then at the moment of the hell train, when Rachel traps him in that room, and the fire is coming, and it's going to kill everybody, Mm -hmm. the sweet fish, like, protects Kuhn. Um, Mm. So... But I, I, I didn't, I remember the sweet fish thing, but I didn't remember that that was how it died. So that's actually interesting. If this is symbolic then of like, it maybe like the fire takes the, the power of the Eon flame, takes the form of like something or someone that like gave up their life for you or whatever. Um, which is interesting that the fish is what would come to Coons, uh, like is what would spawn from Coon because I would think, well, okay. I was gonna say I would think it's a person, but like to be fair, I guess nobody has really ever gave their life for Coon, um, which I, I, you know, again makes sense. I guess if you think like you know, Coon's never really been in a situation like Coon being from the ten great families and just the life he's that like people aren't you know really jumping at the you know the brim to uh, you know to give their life up for him. So this or maybe it's even like something a little bit like weird or not weirder, but like 
it's the fact that the fish had no ulterior motive for doing it. Like it was just out of the, the kindness of, of its heart or whatever. It was mm-hmm. just, you know, selflessly, selflessly giving up its life for him. Um, so that's interesting. I honestly just thought like SIU was just like, oh, because we read the blog post and he said that he has a an aesthetic for every character. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just like pictures f- coon with fish, like that that aesthetic just kind of fits in his head. Um, mm-hmm. But if it's like a actual connection, it's like something happened in the story, that's even doper. Yeah, I totally think it's possible. Hmm. Great. All right, we're going to move on to the next question then. Because <laughs> is li- literally the only one to remember. Unless you had any comments, I didn't want to, no, you know, just honestly. say anything. All right, cool. Thank you for the question, Riru. Uh, Riru had plenty of really good questions, and I believe there was a second question in the seven that we added among, like, five that were really high, high votes. So, good job. Uh, question number two comes to us from the Fire Potato. This one's interesting because it's, little bit more of a gag question which we generally try and avoid but it had a lot of upvotes like almost one of them like it had i think the most saved like one so figured we just kind of take the question and, and just run with it here who's the biggest sweetheart of the tower and why is it jordan so i pose it this way you don't it doesn't have to be jordan for you who's the biggest sweetheart of the tower for you what are your thoughts on jordan i guess we could split it into those two things Far away. Nice, far away. Um, biggest sweetheart, I would give that token to probably Gusang. Um, That's know. a fair one. Yeah, you know, she's always a homie. Like, yeah. I never, like, she, it's a oh, bad Go-Sang? one, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Gosang? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you said yeah. Gustang. No. I was like, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Gustang. You know why? Because he just gets what all the are you now. smoking? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Gusang just seems like. She's just down to earth, like the real homie, always by Horiang's side, even like, you know, when he's down under in that little coma, blah, 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 blah. But um, I don't know. She just seems like a real G. And, you know, I feel like the definite, if, if it's not like me saying, you know, it, I feel like it's one of the two because they're just like the rawest, like cutest, just most amazing character. Um, and So with Jordan, you said some thoughts on him. Uh, I actually, I like Jordan. And I know SIU like said something in his blog post about, you know, he's a very likable character. And I mean, I got that vibe. You can't like... He just likes fighting and enjoys powerful people and watching them, you know, kind of flex. And it's just, it reminds me, it reminds me a lot of like light from Black Clover. I know you guys can kill me over that, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I really like that character too. And it's just, yeah, pretty dope. I, I enjoyed it and his aesthetic looks cool. So, you know, win, win, win. Mm. Biggest sweetheart. Um, I, I actually, I think I would say Iwa. Ooh, okay, that's I don't know what one. it is. That is something every like something about her character, like every time she is just like you know what it is. It's because all her motivations, at least after meeting Bomb, are are so honest and pure in the sense of like tr- trying to win over this affection, but like not through like this like weird manipulative way. Mm-hmm. Um, that every time she's like doing something, I'm like, oh, like you go go. <laughs> um, and she's just fucking cute, dude. I don't, I don't know. Um, and then what do I think of Jordan? Uh, I, I like Jordan. I think initially I I wasn't – I do this thing now with these arcs because I just don't know who's doing what or who's going to be alive for how long, where I kind of detach myself from characters when I first get introduced to them because I'm like, oh, haha, cool, because I don't know, like, you know, are you going to tie next panel? Are you going to be here next week? I don't know. Um, I didn't really know how long Jordan was going to rock. I thought Bam was going to have to, like, kind of put him down. But uh, now they're tight, so, uh, yeah, he's pretty cool. He's, he's definitely, like, your – I've already made the the reference, but like the Itadori to Aoi, like mm-hmm. he seems like just this homie who just like wa- wants to be chill with Bam and 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 wants to you know loves fighting for the sake of fighting. But like the good 
honest fighting for the sake of fighting that I feel like the cage was built on, you know, not like the weird political mm-hmm. nonsense that it's turned into with Yama and all his brothers that are there and not there. Um, you know, Jordan's just like, let's fucking, let's just, let's just fight, you know, just like whatever, who so cares? What happened? Yeah. yeah. It's just like, there's no politics behind it. He's just, he's just chilling, bro. He's just a, what did I say? A big green hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a big green hot a dog. A big green hot dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say one of the biggest sweethearts in the tower actually is Yurik. Um, yeah, I think he's just, he's very pure in heart, right? Like he does what he wants and he hasn't been, <laughs> he's a um, I th- I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, take it away, guys. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here, folks. Ian thinks pedophiles are sweet enough. <laughs> I saw an opening. I had to. <laughs> you made an opening. There was no opening to be had. You just tore in. Hey, like, when there is an yeah, opening, you right make here. an opening. You know, that's what you got to do. We live hard in these streets. I don't know what that means. <laughs> that's why it's all the fun. <laughs> It's far too late for me to offer a rebuttal. Um, but yeah, Yurik's pretty dope. So um, I can see that. And then Jordan, um, Jordan's fine. I mean, he's like, you know, he's not, he's nothing extraordinary. Uh, I'll be real. <laughs> like, he's like pretty dope, you know. I but like, is he going to be around after this arc? He might be. I don't know. I doubt it. Oh, really? You just have so much experience. I'll, I'll eat my words. I'll eat my words if he chills with the crew from here on out. I will oh, eat I those words. I don't think words. he's going to run with the crew. Oh, that's what I meant. Die. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't mean that. I meant, oh. like, where does he go, like, beyond this arc? You know, oh, he oh, seems like okay. one of those yeah, characters yeah, 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 yeah. where it's, like, yeah. beta. Like, yeah. You know, he has a little thing. Well, not even. Like, like, but, yeah, like an yeah. Alfine, maybe? Something like that. Okay. You know, where they just kind of, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. So I'm not like I guess that's why I'm like I'm not getting like too attached and like he's yeah, pretty yeah. pretty straight no, up. I get it. If I was a cold heartless son of a bitch, I'd. I am <laughs> <laughs> running a course on villainy. <laughs> yeah, or true. villainy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That is canon. I have a PowerPoint presentation. It's like a whole course. They sign up. Um, how to be a cold hearted son of a bitch. <laughs> I need Coons koi fish to kind of lighten me up a little bit. <laughs> uh, no, he's he's pretty funny though, and he's a chill dude. I mean, it just like his his swap was just so instantaneous that it was like almost jarring to me that I was like hmm. oh you literally just like flipped the script like what was it gonna take you know what I mean like that's it yeah. you know like bombs dope but like <laughs> he, like wow that was like how loyal were you to begin with you know what I mean like crazy well uh, it does bring up the, the that question though right because not with Jordan but there's plenty of other plenty of other people from the cage who whether we're talking about Gatto or like who clearly, like, are not singing Yama's praises as much it's as they true. say they are. And so whether you're somebody who's, like, not trying to overthrow Yama, yeah. like Jordan, but you're not really signing on to him, or you're someone like God who vehemently hates him, that, like, Yama's empire here kind of doesn't work because it's yeah. just, you know, whether, again, whether you're passive or not, yeah. it's kind of like... And he didn't even seem to be against Yama, per se, so I didn't want to frame that in the mm-hmm. wrong light. He just really... Because yeah, he's trying to wake him up now, and he's like, yeah, bomb, yeah, yeah. you can do it. Uh, it was just funny how, like, you know, the mission, I guess, for him... I don't know. I guess he kind of did his own thing. It, that's the I don't thing. know. Like, it's just more, I feel he's just curious. Yeah, but know? don't correct he's me. Just, no, just, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Yeah, he's just curious. He's, he's a cool guy. But I I'm. I guess I'm just trying not to get too attached because I don't know if he's going to be relevant at all Like yeah, once past, we get past this arc. Uh, so yeah. I'm like not really holding my breath that's you know, fair. on him. So that's like fair. he's cool. He's got tree things. He's got Hashirama cells. Yeah, he does. So. Anyway, question three. Take it away. Question three comes to us from Vladimir. Thank you for the question. They say, what are your thoughts on the Elder reveal? What do you think his abilities are, and what are your thoughts and predictions of the the other Elders given the preview? 
Um, so that elder is badass, just straight up. I absolutely loved the character design. Um, I'm assuming he's been around. So, okay, the, there's the high ranker who they refer to as the blue hole, the chick. Oh, and no, I thought that was him. It was him. It was him. It was him. So so he he's a blue hole and that is yeah. that like that describes like an elder but they have been so disconnected for a long period of time that like nobody knows if they're really alive or dead and then like you know they may well, or they well, may not just hop into the scene. But the thing is he had a separate title card. Mm-hmm. Like the the first title card was high ranker blue hole. The second title card was thug elder Kel Hellum. There's no there's no way that people don't know that one of the thug elders is alive or dead because the other thug elders know because he's one of the elders. So the mystery thing has to be for the high ranker that was. Oh, with that's him. interesting. All right, you could be right, and you could. I interpreted it that way, the way you mm-hmm. did, but you could be right. I'm curious to get clarification on that in uh, the comments down below. If anyone has the okay, the four one one. Actually, that. I have it already up because I looked. I, I looked it up prior, and it's um. Wait, hold on. Uh, Science. <clears throat> Corn flakes. I'm just gonna <clears throat> say words until Gavin. It's his shit together. Oh, actually, no, Isaiah. So, yes, the um, it looks like the high ranker that they were referring to, the blue hole, was the red-haired chick next to him. And then, yeah, because then underneath that, Fug Elder, oh. Kel Helm. So, yeah, that was it. Yeah. No, so, so that's so, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're trying to be blue a dick. All right. right. Let's all, all right. Let's all to get to your fucking head. Okay. <laughs> Take it easy. All right. There's things we waste time with and things we don't. All right. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm calling everything out you've ever said. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? Um, how I was right, and I don't remember that. how uh, the Fug Elder is pretty cool. Um, I am assuming that that high ranker is like somebody that's either works directly for him or like you know does a lot of missions with him or whatever. Um, so the the point there is, that I get these elders have obviously been around for a while, but I wonder if they have like some sort of immortality thing like similar to how jihad and the, the 10 uh heads have um because now i'm curious as to like now that we've met one and like granny hasn't literally said anything yet but i'm curious to like because fug was started as a you know as sort of like a, a branch off to honor arlene and b's mission so i kind of wonder what the mindset of the elders are because these are the people who started the group right these are mm-hmm. supposed to be the people who made this organization mm-hmm. so theoretically, uh, of course, obviously through corruption and whatever else, it could not be true, but ideally, these are supposed to be the people who are the most attached to the original mission, right? Um, so I wonder what his stance is here. I wonder why he seems to be blocking off uh, Han Sung and Ivan Kel, mm-hmm. considering that at least Han Sung is a, a high member of FUG. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm definitely, I, I wonder, like, what, I'm just curious, I'm curious to, like, hear what his, you know, what it is he wants, why, why he's here, to be honest, because mm-hmm. we know, I mean, we know the Fug Elders came to, like, they came here, came to the cage, but I was in the impression that, like, they weren't going to get involved, it was just, they were sending people, you know, people working for Fug or on behalf of Fug mm-hmm. um, to do whatever it is their agenda was, but I, you know, now yeah. that, like, he, one of them is here, I even, and, and also makes me think, anytime, like, this kind of thing happens where, like, just one of them shows up. Uh-huh. It makes me wonder if he's like, not defecting necessarily, but that he's got like his own agenda now, separate from the other el- uh, Fug elders. Well, what's also cool is he actually has like a line where he's like, "I see the like route that you're trying to go down," and yeah, he's like, "I'm going to put thing. you it's on like a different one." So it's like, is that like assuming it's Bam because that's like the you know with like grooming him in a sense? And yeah, it's like, yeah. Is this like a good route or is this like yeah, a bad route? His, his, um, his 
sentence or phrasing isn't like inherently a threat. You know what no. I mean? Like it doesn't even sound like he's like, I'm going to stop you here. It's like, I'm going to put yeah. you on the right path. But it's like, what I don't know mean? if that was like figuratively, like I'm going to sit you down. You know what I mean? Like it <laughs> well, is I, the insult. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. yeah like I get, but that's what I mean. It could be that. It could yeah. be he is trying to help them in some weird way. Maybe he's like, he wants to help them, but he has to keep up appearances with the other. El- like, I don't know. There's so mm-hmm. much mystery. Like I said, just from having him here and not even, because if the other elders were here, I'm like, okay, they're on like a united front. They're all trying to get this one agenda. But like, maybe he's doing it. You know, this is, this is basically what uh, Gustang, like Gustang's relationship mm-hmm. with the, the Jihad Empire, right? They're all doing their thing, but Gustang is kind of like, yeah, yeah, I'm with you guys, but like really isn't. So I, I don't see why it would be, it were, you know, it could be, it couldn't be any different for Pug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and I think it definitely is because they, they like mentioned that, you know, some, you know, elders were, you know, cool with Bam and other ones weren't. So it's like just off that from what we learned like back in season one Did or they whatever. say that? Yeah, I yeah. I yeah. don't think they said it, that it was the when they introduced cool Karaka. No, they they introduced it with um Karaka, you know, like way like I'm talking way back. It was more just like some elders were unhappy with the thought of like bam, they didn't think he had it in him, you know, to take on jihad and some yeah. elders well, were I, with I remember it, that, you know? but I don't remember the part where they said some elders are with him. I just remember that conversation being that uh Karaka basically is like Jin Sung, the elders don't approve of this and then Jin Sung was like suck a popsicle. Well, that that's what I'm that. getting. It's they they might not be backing him, but they don't like some approve of it and some don't approve of it. So that tells you right like it doesn't that's not blanket stating every elder is against the thought of Bam doing this. Like it implies that there is some with it and some with against it, you know, and it's like see how it flushes out you know what i'm saying it doesn't mean that they're you know helping bam get up there but they're willing to like kind of sit back sip some tea and be like let's see where this kid goes and other fug elders are like no like i don't want to put any of my eggs in his basket i want to go to xyz person at least that's how i interpret it i could be wrong yeah. but um i'll just continue with the question and with his reveal on the elder and i think it's cool i I'm, I'm assuming his abilities are going to be curtailed around the bow and arrow that, you know, he's a holding in arrows that he has on his back. Um, and the fact that it seems like he's blind um, because, you know, he has that cool eye pattern effect and no pupils with just the white shade. So And everyone I'm knows everyone, all blind people's weapon of choice is weapons that you have to be incredibly precise with. Right. Usually yeah, your yeah. eyeballs. Yeah, that always sure, yeah. happens, bro. Yeah. In anime and everything. It's like. You're blind. What's your weapon of choice? This bow and arrow or a sniper. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> like any sort of gun. It's like, why? <laughs> I get it, bro. I don't know. They got to prove a point. But I'm curious because I'm assuming, again, that his arrows are going to be infused with Shinsu. Mm. So I'm wondering what abilities they're going to give his uh, arrows. If it's going to be some like Guardians of the Galaxy where like he whistles and like, you know, they direct and go and like, you know, have like honing missiles or some crap like that. that I feel like you want it to be that. Um, I do because that was honestly my favorite like <laughs> yeah, ability yeah. in that whole movie. We got to the movie. Uh, I can't disagree. No, it's a pretty sweet ability. It is a pretty sweet ability. So I'm curious um, to what effect, you know, he's going to have on the arrows and what, like, you know, Shinsu traits they're going to have and things like that. So really cool. Um, His drip was fire, so that also gets a brownie point. Um, Drip was fire. uh, Yeah, and what do you think is... um, your thoughts and predictions of other elders given in the preview? Yeah, I mean, I kind of already went on that prior, so I won't go too crazy on it. I feel like some are going to be, you know, cool, some aren't going to be cool, and I'm... Assuming that there's going to, well, I, they're going to have inner or inner like uh, conflict between each other. So I'm curious. Fugs if there's a mess, be like, I, That's you it. Know, imagine there's like an elder fight, like a war, like the, like literally just nuclear level. Like they're just like, you know. Fug like is a freaking other. mess, bro. I feel like Thanks. no one is on the same page, like at all. There's oh, like, of course not. Yeah. 
That's I don't know how this organization why the gets conflict is literally anything is. done ever. And I don't know how they're going to solve. They don't. They have it. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I get fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> they're just too busy fucking fighting each other and yeah. everybody literally. else. The they're like, yeah. what's our goal? The hardest one in this tower. How are we going to do it? Who the fuck knows? Nobody knows where it, what's going on at all. Elders don't agree. Karaka's doing his own thing. Yama just quit. He just straight up. He's like, I'm going to do my my dog thing. I don't I, even know. I even kind of wonder if it's the crazy. elders are like actually that strong. Like, I'm sure they're not weak, but like, I wonder. I can already see it now. You guys are seriously <laughs> underestimating the elders. Yeah, I don't well, agree with that one. Well, first off, if yeah, that's your comment. Yeah, with some dumb shit again. <laughs> if that's your comment, relax. Sit down. Um, and you two sit down. <laughs> I'm already sitting. <laughs> because like, stand up. <laughs> because like so well my thing here is that i'm because i'm thinking i'm like man fuggy is such a mess and like there's so many people in this organization or who say they're with the organization running around doing x y and z and i'm like if these elders were like high ranker or above status like why are they not actually just like putting caps on any part of fug that they don't agree with and i'm like okay either a they can't like there's some of them that that just sort of like are out of their reach or b like that's not like they're not here the like them being the elders of Fug is like, is just like a figurehead thing in a way, and they're not actually like like the people who run Fug are the ones that like like your your Jin Sung Ha's and your like the people who are moving these slayers and like trying to figure out who is best to be in what position. They're the ones that run Fug, and these elders are like I said, they might be you know from the original um, creation of of the organization, but Fug is what it is now is is definitely not what it was whenever it started. So I wonder if these elders are like. Like, maybe that's why that high-ranker chick is with him as a guard, as a bodyguard. Because maybe, like, it's not, like, combat is, like, he can fight. I mean, I'm sure that's why he has the bow. But, like, maybe combat's not, like, his, spe- that's not his thing. You know what I mean? I mean, that, or I might be diluting a bit of the history here, but I'm wondering if at some point they were on the same page. And say you have an irregular, like, Yurik, you know, who's coming after Jihad, and maybe they were united at some point. But seeing that, like, an irregular, like, Yurik couldn't dethrone Jihad and kill him, it might have made them, you know, disheartening in some ways to, A, put all their eggs in, you know, irregulars or trying to groom, you know, people like Karaka or, Karaka or such who were more in-house and they're like, okay, well, we tried the irregular game. Obviously, that didn't work. We didn't kill Jihad, so we got to start looking at different routes and avenues. Yurik and never like, tried to kill Jihad, though. Well, he fought Jihad, is like, at some point. Yurik. I don't think he fought Jihad, dog. Didn't? Yurik never fought Jihad. I don't think Jihad. so. No, it was Fantanium that went smacked all of his guards around. I thought Yurik tried Yurik, No, Yurik came no. into the tower looking for Fantanium, but <clears throat> couldn't find him, and at that point started looking for ways to just get out the tower. I could have sworn he yeah. tried to I fight think he was offered way. like the, the, the chance to go fight Jihad, but refused. I don't think he ever actually fought Jihad. Yeah, yeah. Bottom mm. line is that they are incredibly lucky that it, they have Bomb here, um, and that Bomb now... I guess his goals align with theirs because if it wasn't for that, this organization is just all over the freaking place. They are so damn fractured. You mean the elders are lucky? Fug. Fug in general. Oh, like oh. anyone who's like supporting that goal is damn lucky that Bob oh, is like oh, also yeah, 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 you yeah. know doing that. Um they're just freaking scattered, bro. It's crazy. Um my thoughts on the elder reveal, because I want to get those across. I love his aesthetic. I think it's really cool. It has this um what what are the mythical creatures that have the uh, that have the horns and like the I'm, not that he has them but they have like the hooves down below oh. and, they, and they but they're yeah. like centaurs but they're not exactly you know what I'm um. talking like they're not a horse body but it's like they you know what I'm talking about and they have like not like cherubim that's like the ones that shoot you with the arrow but make you fall in love right I don't know there's like Isn't these that Cupid 
That's Cupid. Yeah. <laughs> There's like <laughs> no, you're dead. You're dead right. I'm Are just you thinking like from Berserk? What's his name? Like Zod esque almost, or a little less? That's like a Minotaur. So almost okay, there. Not Minotaur. It's like in between that. So it's like they have like a human torso, and then but they have like the the little mm-hmm. horns, and then uh, but they have but they'll have like these like hooved um legs like in feet mm-hmm. but it's not like a full-on horse you know what i mean below it it's like human i thought that was a minotaur yeah. no that would be like the full bull that'd be the bull's head they have a oh it's like a, a human head. head but it has a, yeah it's like a human they have little horns somebody you clarify right that minotaur yeah yeah damn I son of a bitch i could think about this forever but somebody clarify that please in comments <laughs> down below anyway that's what it reminded me of because they have bone arrows and shit or if they don't they do now so um <laughs> because i'm quite i'm kind of over it so i i do like his aesthetic though i think it's really dope and uh i think he's got to be pretty damn powerful although you know i was proved wrong with the whole i was saying this during the live stream but uh i was informed from comments because we were talking about yama last last week's in last week's discussion mm-hmm. and uh his potential fight with bomb or something like that and um i was comparing him to potentially a family head because i was like well mm-hmm. if he's slayer i thought their job was to go fight the family heads right like that's why they have one per one um but i was informed that <laughs> that is not the case mm-hmm. and that the family heads are like leagues more powerful than them and so we were asking today chat and we're like What's the deal with that? Or at least I was. I'm like, what the hell's the point of making these slayers? And it seemed to be more of a, either more of a title thing where it's like, we just kind of like to give a big old F you to Jihad and like that whole organization. Like we have it to like match that or, or a combination of that. And the fact that they believe that the slayers are people that are capable at some point of fighting them. Like, that they have the potential to do so, hmm. but they're just, like, not even close yet. So, it kind of threw my whole perception of that off. But I have a point in saying all this in that you could be right in that it might just be a, a title. But to piggyback off of that, I think that they have to be probably pretty powerful in the sense that even if it just is a title, I feel like to get the title to begin with, like, you have to kind of fill the shoes of that a little bit. So, I feel like I don't know if they're as powerful as Slayers per se, but I think that they're pretty, they like the elders are probably pretty powerful. I would assume could be yeah. wrong. I, it's like, I, I definitely think they're strong. You know what I mean? They're probably up there like with some like, like rankers, high rankers, but like, I don't know. There's net, there is no stipulation. Like you've got to be at this power level to be a, an elder. Cause that's mm-hmm. a made up position technically. Yeah. Right. Like they made this organization. The only thing that they had to do to get that position was exist. Cause they started the group. So like yeah, yeah. theoretically they don't have to be at a certain a- power. And level. it's interesting because he makes a point to say that it's hard to rank some of the ones that are, no, that's the blue people. I got that whole thing. Yeah. So let's move to the next question. Um, Cause I'm kind of over this one. <laughs> We've been, no, it was a great question. Vladimir. Thank you for it. Seriously. Okay. So we got question four by Irene Sharda. Thank you for the question. Uh, remember that ghost was originally a tool and weapon that he gave Rachel in season one. And he does know about bam and was the one to send him to Han Sung, which set all of this in motion. Now ghost is back and he is talking to bam and telling him that he must become stronger in order to fight Jahan. What do you think is going on? Is this all Hedon's doing? So very, very, very Hedon's interesting. Hedon's pulling all the strings confirmed. <laughs> pulling all the strings confirmed, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Ghost for me has always seen 
seemed kind of like uh, almost this. We I mentioned it back, I think, in the last discussion where he's almost a vessel in a sense where I feel like he could be this like powerful being that is like being used from some other like maybe higher up in fog in a sense just and I could be completely off with it but it's just like it seems uncanny with just like him disappearing him coming in his very limited speech and when it does come in it seems like it's almost scratchy in a sense and you know he's kind of like portrayed as a demon like it makes me wonder if he's like an amalgamation of like some really strong like higher up in fog that is like kind of inserting this person you know or, or like a creation of his and these like scenarios and is like limited to like you know speech and things like that and even like some movements and motions so um i don't know i that's kind of like the headcanon i'm going with ghost that he might not be like his own entity in a sense he's almost being like manipulated or like brainwashed or like used in some way by someone a fug so i'm curious to see um his future appearances that i'm assuming he's going to get in the story and um obviously it seems like it is somewhat backing bam in regards to you know if he says something like you need to get stronger to fight jihad that he might like the ball see he's throwing the ball in bam's court a little bit in terms of you know seeing his growth and potential so very curious and i'm wondering um to see who's above him and also pulling those strings because um you know if if i mean i don't i don't know i don't really don't know what to say after that but uh, yeah very curious yeah, Ghost is someone that I've been very intrigued by since the introduction of him in the anime, which we watched before reading the manhwa. Uh, and then it really piqued my interest in the manhwa, knowing that they took a slightly different direction with him in the manhwa, like where he is and, and, and his role slightly, um, and how he disappears, that it's not just because Rachel uh, gets stabbed necessarily. It's mm -hmm. not, you know, not that, although it could be. They just never confirm it point is is that this is a character that's completely shrouded in mystery and this only added to it this is a character that's there dips out of nowhere right yeah. seems to be the strongest person in that area and like in almost the a regular power yeah like, ridiculous <laughs> yeah they don't even know if he's an irregular it's exactly. like alluded to doesn't show up for a full season and a half and uh now all of a sudden he's just here and yeah. he's you know going toe-to-toe -to -toe, per se with bomb um you might call it that, maybe not, but, and then, you know, and then just, he's like, oh, you're not strong enough yet. Dips again. It's like, who the f is this guy, bro? Like that is really, to me, one of the most personally, one of the most intriguing questions. I want to know who the hell that is, uh, or at least who's pulling those strings. I do think Hedon has something to do with a lot of what's going on. Oh yeah. And I wonder now, I'm wondering if the anime, not to bring this whole conversation in again about like, oh, anime did this, anime did that, but just throwing stuff at the wall here. I'm actually wondering if the anime just took it into their own hands in terms of like what Hedon was asking Rachel to do and then like the whole setting up ghosts like as being her fall and stuff like that. Or if they were not accidentally, but almost kind of giving more information than needed, you know, than the manhwa where it's like something like that will actually be relevant later. Um, in the sense mm. where it's like, cause he never, we never know what he tells Rachel to do with bomb and we never, mm. you know, we never know ghost's true intention. All we know is that he sends him, but they give, they shed more light of that in the anime. And I don't know if that's just trumped up and, and like just for the anime's sake, or if they're, that's actually something that's spilling later into the manhwa, like knowing where they are, you know, and it's caught up and all that kind of stuff. But I digress. Point is very interesting character. And now that we see that there is an actual humanoid eye under that, that added to it as well. And the fact that the dude finally talked, right? 
who is inside the shell. You know, I think you're right in the sense that I think the ghost form, I think that's a, I think that's a shell. I think there's like something. Like a sassery from Naruto or something of that. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's something within it, right? Where it just like, grrr, you know, and it's like covers the <laughs> eyes and stuff like that. Literally, I think there's like things in it. And I was wondering too, if there are multiple of them, if it's like mm-hmm. the goat, it's like almost a suit of armor, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's their, that's their MO type thing. Because we were talking about the first season one, how he was a spear bearer, which they bring up. Mm-hmm. Even Bomb is like, what'd you just switch roles, Right. And um, the fact that he's really proficient in the Shinsu, but not only that, he is like jai frickin' enormous in the first season. I know I joke around a lot about that, but I do think it plays a, a role in this. And I know SIU in his blog post said that sometimes he'll scale it differently, but like this one was, they were like virtually, this, you know, he was way smaller. And I think that that might be relevant. And also his, uh, his attire, what he was wearing, like almost like this boot style. And he was like quicker. You know what I'm saying? Whereas in the first season, he's like this gargantuan dude that made Rack look like a midget in his big form. Right? So like, I, and it's a spear bearer. So I'm wondering if there are like multiple of those things. Right? And it's like different think spirits people inhabit them and like like you know what i mean like there's a squad there's one for each position right like there's a you know there's a spear bearer there's a there's a wave controller whatever well if that was the case if there was multiple of them it would kind of play into the whole like thing that you're talking about with the anime where they were very quick to kind of get rid of him in that scenario with rachel and it's like oh maybe because they know that that presence of this character is expendable because there's more. So, like, yeah. in this scenario, it could be, like, boom, he's gone, like, sacrificed himself, like, to bring Rachel back or whatever, sure. when in reality there's, like, eight bajillion of them or, say, five, you know, and it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we can, get, we can get rid of this one in this, like, just to make him disappear and look cool, yeah. but we know that there's others that come back later. So, like, that could be, like, a possibility. With yeah, what yeah, but just the wheels are turning <clears throat> with this one. Now, I just, at this point, I don't, I don't know, and I don't know what's inside of you know of this ghost shell whether it's a shell or it's not maybe that is the one and only ghost and it could you know yeah. use shinsu to change its form on a dime like mm-hmm. this is my wave controller form this is my spear barrel form etc uh i don't know what do you think um i think that the i think ghost is a demon is a mix of a demon and a human and i think it's the you know i think fug has been experimenting and basically trying to create an artificial slayer um, because I, I think with the time span that they had to wait until Bam came, mm. they didn't think that they would get another regular ever. Yeah, so they were one. like, all right, fuck it. We have, like, mm-hmm. we can't wait. We can't sit here and just hope that a, a, an irregular of all people will just roll up in the tower. Um, we have these demons here. We have, like, let's make our own. We all, like, we get the thorn. We get enough materials. We get just the right, like, X, Y, Z chemicals, whatever, together. Um, maybe they get the workshops involved, and we'll make our own Slayer. We'll make somebody capable of fighting these people. And I think Ghost is, I think Ghost is actually, like, the wrong, like, something went wrong. Like, he's the incorrect uh, incarnation of what they were achieving. Um, but he works well enough in that they can replicate that. And whether that's just as foot soldiers, whether that's as, like, these you know, they just use it to, you know, they send them in when they need something done, you know, no if ands, or buts, um, because I do think that there's clones of him. I do think there's multiples of him yeah. as to why there's w- the season one, one, and, and this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I do think, I think that it also, I, I, I do kind of want to also say that I think this confirms that Hedon is working with Fug. Okay. Because I think Hedon specifically is the one who's in charge of these ghost like clones, this operation. Mm. Um and so I, I I would say that this at least for me confirms that Hedon is at least working with Fug. I don't know to what yeah, capacity, yeah. but 
Yeah. So I actually mm-hmm. pose a question because um, I, I do think it's very valid what you say, but um, with the initial iteration, I guess, of the creation of um, him, you know, and the fact that if Fug was toying with this power and trying to create something, you know, capable of filling their desires, would they, in a sense, be dancing with the devil? Because say they created an entity that was more powerful. I mean, it would literally have to be more powerful than them, you know, the mm-hmm. creators. So that poses a very big risk because say this being that they create – you know, has become sentient, has its own ideas and thoughts, and doesn't align with what Fug has, it could really turn bad fast for him. So I was wondering, like, you know, if that was a plausible thing that they would go down, knowing the inherent risk that could lead if they created said powerful ability, and maybe that's what led to, you know, that nerf state where, you know, as you said, he might have, like, failed in a sense, or, like, is there a purpose behind that failing? Like, was it out of scale? Like, were they scared of it? I don't know. It's really toying with that idea and, like, you know, what would happen if they did successfully create this, you know, ghost person or being that yeah. suddenly had all the power in the world and turn against them. And if that yeah, could be I No, yeah, I think Fug definitely isn't beneath playing with fire if they have to, uh-huh. you know, because they're they seem like very one track minded in this I know I said they were so disjointed before, but to be fair, I think all majority of them, although they have their small splintered groups and they have different ideals within those, mm-hmm. they all want jihad out, right? So like maybe that I was also thinking, too, to piggyback off of your thing, I'm wondering if um, they if they did create him, which could be a valid theory for mm-hmm. sure, um, that maybe it it is for Bomb's sake specifically. It's almost like a gauge to go up the tower with Bomb. You know what I mean? Like where it's like if you... To test the power. To test where Bomb mm-hmm. is in that moment so they can keep tabs on if it's working mm. because they have, you know, other, other people there. The only reason I think that is because he's, you know, he's... Because you think about it, Oh, hang on. Let me put the interject the other part, and then it'll make more sense what I'm about to say. I also think, too, if that theory holds up, um, because Bomb was saying, oh, just like me, right? He was saying, um, or something like that. He said along the lines of when he when he uh, was regenerating or when he had, like, the... Just like the demon inside. The demon thing mm-hmm. inside him. Like, he sensed it, and it was similar, right, to what he had going down. I'm wondering if... Well, A, whatever that entity is, you know, if it's, like, something like that, an administrator or maybe, like, a prior irregular, like, maybe they got the DNA. I know this might be a stretch, but, like, if they got the DNA of someone like Fantanium or Enryu or an administrator that's, like, up up there, you know, mm-hmm. and could fight Jihad or, or whoever, like, someone who knows because the, the thing is that it seems, like, matter of fact that, that, that Ghost says you're not strong, like, you're strong, but you're not yet. How do you know that? How do you know exactly what power level I need to fight Jihad? I feel like someone who knows Jihad, like, pretty well in terms of his fighting ability, maybe either has fought him before or have seen people fought him, fight him. Like, a lot of these FUG members, for as badass as they are, as far as I know, have never even, like, touched Jihad. Like, it's not, they're like, it's been a far cry. And I might just be pulling it out of my butt there, but the point stands that I feel like for you to know, for you to say so matter-of-factly, like, you're strong, but you got to be stronger— Maybe I'm overreaching. Maybe he's just saying that, but like I feel like that person would have, or that entity, or whatever, mm-hmm. would have to have some knowledge on to on who Jihad was. So that, to my point, maybe is you know because bombs infused with something. If that thing's infused with something, it's like maybe that where they create that to be the alternative to bomb. They send them up the tower at the same time. Be like, mm-hmm. which one does better? Or it's for bomb. Like, let's test his ability. Or somebody just got impatient and did that. 
I love yeah, or yeah. what if it's the person that fought Jihad, which I was corrected before was Fantanium. And like, what if this is like a version of him himself or like a diluted, say like, you know, piece of him that maybe gone missing that was like injected with some like medical means, like, cause that would theoretically be the only person who would be able to properly gauge Jihad's power, you know? And he can ref be referring to it in two ways. One, he actually fought him, which would allude to, Imagine if Ghost was Fantanium. That'd be insane. Same Ghost um, Phantom? Or he's gauging it in the sense of, oh, you know, I know I can't beat Jihad in my current state and I'm strong. And just the fact that, like, I'm kind of basing your strength off of the power I know I have. Mm. And it's like, if I can take this, like, a G and be fine, like, you're nowhere near, like, the strength that you need to fight Jihad. So I feel the, like it can be taken in both senses. The, so the only other person or the only other scenario that I see is that Ghost, essentially, at this point, is just a mouthpiece for Hedon. Mm-hmm. And Hedon is the one that is assessing Bam's strength. Yeah. Um, and it's not Ghost. And Ghost isn't necessarily another person or another mm -hmm. irregular who has, like, fought Jihad or knows him. But it's Hedon. I mean, yeah. I don't, can't think of anybody else that could judge Jihad's mm -hmm. strength and somebody to face him other than Hedon. Which I do um, agree with, yeah. And if that theory that I said before stands, this is all Hedon's way of making sure that Bam is prepared to yeah. fight Jihad and has the necessary tools. And... Yeah, I do think it's it was a pretty risky bet, but like you were saying, I, number one, I think again, if they thought if they were in this mindset, uh, like des desperation is a slippery slope, mm -hmm. right? Like if they thought this was it, there was no other option. Like, what do they have to lose? It's either make something like Ghost, and yeah, maybe he turns out to be a perfect slayer, maybe he kills all of us, but like it's that, or Jihad eventually just comes down here and does it himself, you mm -hmm. know? So I think that they were definitely willing to take this risk, but I do think that whatever Ghost is, whether he's more demon than than person, whatever, um, that he was, like, Fug's artificial attempt at making what Bam essentially is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting stuff. That was a great question, yeah, by the way. Cool. Irene Charter, thank you for that. Uh, did anybody have anything else on that? Okay, I'll move to the next one then. Uh, from Sam and mate. So Gavin said Same it last <laughs> Same name, mate, says, coming in again with a question about an ever-long stretching plot point of Ladle. Who do you think, or who do you guys think Madaraka wants to wake up? And why does he need the Ladle? Where is Seto Kaiba, the Slayer? <laughs> um, oh, man, I don't know, bro. I'm... There's like 48 different factions in fuck, you know, <laughs> that's at minimum. So it's like maybe Madaraka, like it's like this weird food chain thing where it's like Karaka doesn't believe in Bomb's ability to do, it, to do it. And then, and then, you know, Yama's like, you're a bitch. And then, you know, I don't want top dog. And then Madaraka is above that. And it's like, well, actually none of you guys are capable of doing that. So I'm going to have Yama's b brother kill him. And then that'll awaken the, the one who I give a shit about, which will then eliminate them. And then I get the ladle to unlock Giga Slayer. You know what I mean? Like whoever, <laughs> whatever the freaking evolution is, you know, like up the chain. I feel like there's a lot of that going on where there's a lot of distrust about anyone who isn't already at like an insane power level. And it's like any, anytime somebody's like, just wait, he'll grow. You know, like just, mm. just, just wait. Everyone's like, I don't like waiting. You know, like I, I want to get whoever the hell unlocks some crazy shit. But I don't know. Those are surface level thoughts. I don't know if you had anything. Um, I yeah, so this one is tough for me just because, like the question says, it's such a long, uh, stretching plot point that like sometimes I just straight be forgetting that this thing is a thing. Yeah, like, the ladle is a thing, and people care about it or want it, <laughs> and then like it came up in these chapters, like oh yeah, they want that. Um, so I don't really know, uh, or okay, I mean obviously nobody knows. All right, obviously Madaraka does not really fuck with Karaka or Bam, any of that stuff. I think he's going to wake up 
somebody who will eventually be another, a new slayer that we get introduced to in the story. Like that there's another slayer who he might personally believe is better than all these other mofos that we've met so far. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I'm sorry, but none of y'all cut it. Um, let me just go ahead and grab the ladle so I can go get my homeboy who's like actually the bee's knees. Um, and, uh, you know, which is the only thing I could think of. Cause even if it's like, cause yeah, cause then otherwise, why would he be willing to go against? It's the only thing in my mind that would put, put him against the other slayers, right? The other people in Fug is that what Madarak was doing doesn't seem like he's like, no, 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 you guys come work with me. Just listen to my plan. He's like, no, you guys aren't cut out for it. Like, you're not going to be able to do what needs to get done. But like this guy will. And and so that's why, you know, that's at least how it feels. That's why he seems to be sticking his neck out so much and getting this ladle to wake this person up. I think this person is, you know, maybe similar to White, like another slayer who was either sealed away, put to sleep, had a soul stealing, I don't know. There's possibilities are kind of endless with with this story. A lot of those, yeah. Um, so Get it together. That's that's what I think. Uh, yeah. Where is Seto Kai by the Slayer? That's who it is. It's Seto Kai by the Slayer. That's I, the Slayer he's trying to awaken. I can see that. Dead ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Screw the rules. I have money. Yeah. yeah he's just gonna <laughs> go to Jihad and just be like, Madarak is like, I like the way he thinks. Yeah. Yeah. Jihad's like this move, and Seto Kai's like, that doesn't work. Why? He's like, because I'm fucking rich. Yeah. And he's like, I just basically made the rules. I just bought the whole t- floor. I bought. The, I bought the tower. I already talked to the administrator. All your contracts are reversed. Edon's like, I got the receipt. <laughs> Checks out. It's there. Sorry. I got the car <laughs> that seems about right. Yeah. I'm yeah. feeling it. Any yeah. thoughts, Kevin? Honestly, no. No, I got nothing to add compared to. No, no, that's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, right. you have the next yes. question. Next question comes to us again from Riru. Uh, she says, it seems that a lot of characters from season two are being brought back and revealed to, uh, to re- for real revealed to have been canine people who were kicked out of the cage and hunted down. What are your thoughts on the surprise backstory for characters like Chang, Mad Dog, and possibly Naya who are can or who had canine ears? How does this change your perception of them? Mm. Um, so that was actually a good point. Cause I remember the, you know, in our discord, there is a, she, Posted a picture yeah. of Naya, um, and I had totally forgot that he had mm-hmm. what do very much look like canine ears. Me too. Um, so, yeah, that's and crazy. Who's Chang again? He, he was the one who got iced. Upset about. Yeah, with Quattro uh, Blitz. <laughs> Go- <laughs> I love it. That was good. That was good. There's a lot of characters <laughs> in, this, yeah. in this show, right. and to be yeah. fair, they killed him in a split second. So, like, I forgot. I forgot his name. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. It. Um, yeah, so I, it's really, it is definitely really cool because that that shows us that even way far back as Naya, which was literally like beginning of season two, this was a thing. Like this, you know, that's how far back he wanted this idea to be planted in your head. Um, that, and you know, it, it, I think it works because you don't really make the, you know, Naya is the only person that you see. Like, you could just kind of write it off as a character design. You're like, oh, he's mm-hmm. a quirky little kid. He's got some weird thing on his head or whatever. Um, and then you meet Chang, who doesn't actually look like the typical canine person. So why would you even assume he's a canine person? Um, and then Mad Dog, who, at least I was on the impression that it was more of like a metaphor. You know, that they weren't referring to him as like a literal canine person or a dog. But that Mad Dog was like, oh, he's a crazy human. Yeah, but he's yeah. a human. Um, so I think it works. It's definitely really cool. Because now, you know, sort of it's got this very... Um, Attack on Titan thing with like repeated layers where you can go back yeah. now and be like, oh yep. shit, this was here, um, which I do actually, I really like that in stories. So this is definitely cool. It doesn't really change my perception of people like Chang and Naya because I kind of feel like they were they were and have always just been doing their own thing. Like mm-hmm. I feel like they're actually both pretty, especially Naya. You know, Chang, sure enough, you could probably make an argument that 
being that he's here, a part of this, he was a little bit more attached to it, but that they're both kind of just like, you know, they had been kicked out and, and growing up outside the tower. Like, they just kind of have been doing their own thing for so long that, like, whatever their life was is what it was. There was no, like, you know, long lusting after getting back to the cage or whatever. Um, but Mad Dog, it does, war- you know, not, like, change my notion of his character, but it does make me think now, going back to when we meet him, I kind of thought that he was this going to be, like, this right-hand man of, uh, of Fug. Or that he worked, because when we met him, they referred to him as the Mad Dog Baragov, like, you know, uh, who, like, who works for Yama or with Yama. Like, they, they, Yama's name is brought up all the way back then. I thought, though, that it was like, Yama is this slayer who's incredibly loyal to Fug, and therefore Mad Dog is loyal to Fug because he's connected to Yama. But now going back, it's like, this whole him being connected to Yama, it's really like, a, it's it's more about like the cage and the, the canine species as a people and like doesn't actually really have a whole lot to do with Fug, um, which is just interesting because it changes, at least for me, his perception as, as far as like why he wanted to do things and what he was up to and what he was doing. Um, but yeah, it's definitely interesting. <coughs> um, honestly, I think you hit on a lot of points here. It doesn't really change my, well, it does change my, uh, that's a lie. It changes my perception in the way that you've said, uh, specifically with Mad Dog, because I, I, we talked about this off camera when, Last week, when we initially started reading this, and I was lamenting my concerns um, about the dog ear aesthetic, because um, <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> no, but, no, I was uh, I was saying though that I this is something I brought up. I said I was under the impression that Mad Dog, like you said, was that was a you know it was like an analogy or a metaphor like for someone who is just they can scrap right like mm. this person's nuts they're batshit like they'll go in there and they will they will fight. They will beat your ass or get their ass beaten, but they're like, they're going in, they're going ham, you know? So it literally really threw me off when it was like, oh no, like they literally have dog ears and like these are dog people, like blew the lid off of what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, that's not what I thought at all. Um, you know, especially since they hide it with Mad Dog as well. And obviously you're not looking for the dog ears now that it's like a whole thing. So in that sense, it changed my perspective for sure or my perception of them. Um <laughs> I mean, you know, not just personal opinion, hot take, um, not for the better, but I, I kind of like the, the metaphorical version of it personally, but I mean, we're here, so I'm not going to, you know, stew on that one. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's interesting now that these people, I guess were you know, hunted down by that, which means that Naya had a target on him, uh, by more folks than just one, yeah. you know? And so don't feel too bad. You know, it was going to happen tonight. <laughs> I'm just, wow, <laughs> I'm just playing. No, um, yeah, I, it's, I don't know. It's interesting. Gavin, yeah. what do you think? I think you're eating those noodles cold and that chicken <laughs> cold, man, bro, dude, that not poor, poor guy. No, um, <laughs> no, I do agree with, um, you and Isaiah with, you know, the really perception change is kind of mad dog. Um, kind of going back though. Um, I do, Isaiah went over it a little bit. I like how it adds that extra layer. It's like when you, like if you were to do a a reread through of Tower of God, it's like little Easter eggs that, you know, he planted along the way. And you just always have to appreciate um, authors um, that actually, you know, take the time to do that and do it well. And, you know, in ways that doesn't feel shoehorned or really just kind of like, you know, off the cuff and that's perspective. It's really just some people may feel it is some people it isn't, but um, yeah, no, I thought it was really cool. Cause when I saw Naya's name on here 
again in the question and it kind of sparked that memory. It was like, oh yeah, he did have dog years. And it just, it like makes you think and go back and like relive those events in your head. And as right or wrong or convoluted as it may be, you know, depending on how it changes as you read the story, it's just nice to be able to get that jolt back in time and like go through it. And um, that really just tells you that a story is, you know, fleshed out very well and thought uh, thought through very well. So um, yeah, no, kudos, kudos to it. I'm all, I'm all about it. Um, yeah, anybody else got anything to say? Am I the last one on the question? Yes, sir. I am. By our boy, Vladimir. Thank you for the question. What do you think is the relationship between Yama, Paul, and their eldest brother, Doom? Uh, do you think the story will progress with them? Uh, what are your predictions and or what foreshadowing have you noticed? So, um... I am going to take it that their relationship isn't the best, um, especially <laughs> with Yama. I'm, that, um, yeah. Um, Paul and Doom might be another story. I mean, we kind of don't know. Obviously, Paul or Paul is going, you know, to wake up Doom or, like, kind of, you know, do the whole heart exchange with uh, Dang Dang. So that is going on. Um, so I'm assuming that if Paul's going out of his way, you know, to kind of, you know, help, a, help his brother out and, you know, kind of give him his heart back, that they might have a somewhat similar relationship. Or even if they don't, he might just, like, feel bad for the scenario that's happening. Or I don't know. They are kind of the only question marks for me is, like, Paul and Doom's relationship. And I'd imagine just off of the events that we know that Yama has done to his brothers that he doesn't have a very good relationship with them just based off of what has happened uh, to the cage. So um, progression with the story with them. If the story is going to progress with them, it's going to have to be sure at least one or two of them. You know, as in Yama bites the dust, Paul bites the dust, or Doom bites the dust, or two out of the three, you know, bite it. Um, I don't think it really can progress with all of them because it'd be weird if they kind of just, like, if Doom wakes up, they kind of all just, like, you know, kiss, hug, have a happy, good life together. Like, that just doesn't seem like reality. And, I mean... That's if that's if Doom even wakes up, yeah, like normal. You know? Yeah, let alone dog people who uh, kill each other for fun. I don't know. They fucking sniff their asses and shit. I don't know how dogs work. They just wake up and they're like, mm, "What do you got under there?" You know, I got some fucking cheese. On. I don't know. Um, I'm just, I'm just going. <laughs> but that was a greeting. They go up to each other. Like, yo, what's up? And they just like, you know, get some tail. But um, either way, uh, yeah, I'm. I guess I'm curious if Doom actually gets woken up. Uh, or not woken up, but, like, if obviously he needs Dang Dang's heart, you know, in some weird way. So I'm kind of running with that. If they plan on keeping Dang Dang alive, then it seems like Doom isn't going to come back. And if, you know, they're going to try, like, if Paul and Yama are going to have, like, a little headbutt thing, you know, a little thingy thing. And that's kind of like, Wake him up. if they come to some sort of resolution there with their relationship, which I still feel like is impossible. Like, if that is the only ways I could see going down. So that kind of goes into my foreshadowing. I, I I don't know. It really just, for me, it runs off of if Doom is able to be saved in some way, and I feel like they won't kill Dang Dang, although I could be completely wrong. It just feels, I don't know. I'm getting this weird feeling that they're not going to take his heart out. Um, so with that, unless some other weird way Doom is able to wake up, he's not, he's done. So it's just Yama and Paul, they need to resolve their shit. And I feel like Yama isn't going to stay the figurehead that he is. I, I do feel like there is going to be like a rattling in some sort in the cage, whether that's from Paul or everyone or just a coup after everybody finding out the correct information of what's going on. So I do think that like the dynamic of this cage and, you know, whatever society they have built up is going to go through a change and shift in some way, whether 
Paul or Yama are going to be, or Doom, are going to be the heads of said, you know, new revolution. I kind of don't think any of them are in a weird way, and I don't know why I'm getting this weird feeling. Um, but, yeah, I'm very curious. I could be completely off the mark, but I don't know. That's why we're doing predictions and foreshadowing. Um, yeah, just kind of throwing shit at the wall and seeing if it sticks. Cool. Um, yeah, so Yama, obviously not cool with either of his brothers because he locked one up and forced one out. <laughs> so um, that shit don't end well. Um, I think I do kind of, I could see some sh- shit where like Yama ends up either getting cast out himself or mm-hmm. voluntarily leaving um, the, the cage and maybe that's how he'll end up. Because I feel like Yama's the one that they're propping up to be the character that we know past this arc. Mm-hmm. So he's that's, that's probably what's going to be the thing where it's like, oh, all right, I'll go with you guys. And it's like, Oh, we weren't really asking. <laughs> okay, sure, yeah, hop on. Because, um, like, now you got to live with that thing. <laughs> but um, you imagine how much he eats? Yeah. Jeez. And if he sleeps, you just can't wake him up <laughs> unless you're prepared to fight him. Um, but I, I so I, I, least likely theory, I do actually think it could, there could be a thing where Doom gets the heart but then gives it back to Dang Dang. Um, because I, I, I think Dang Dang has to. Or, okay, he doesn't have to live. But I think thematically where this story is trying to go is that he lives because it's, you know, this whole thing of, like, oh, you can't fight fate. You're destined to be this heart. And it's like, oh, no, well, like, Bomb is supposed to be this mm-hmm. savior figure that's supposed to be able to change people's fates, including Dang Dang's. Exactly. Um, so in that, Lou, I think we either go one or two routes. One where Doom gets revived and gets the heart, but through some means or others gives the heart back and gives up his life for Dang Dang. Or Doom never gets the heart to begin with. Um, and whether that's Kuhn and company intervene or, or I don't know, whatever. Um, but just because it's, I mean, like, we could go, I guess, the route of, like, no, like, Dang Dang's just out. But it's, like, mm. <laughs> kind of, like, you know, kind of spits on everything we were trying to do here. <laughs> um, it just don't feel good. Um, so, yeah, I personally think it's going to be one of those two as far as the ending of that resolution. So that being said, I think the only proper resolution is that, like I would say, Paul takes over. But like, who the fuck wants Paul to take over? No Let's one wants actually Paul be hundred percent here. Um, so we're just gonna give it to like hands on or whoever the fuck's alive. I don't know. Like, let one of them run like shit. Gato. Gato. No, he's a piece of shit. That's the thing. He's a piece of shit. But like, who else would like fall in line? Because if it's a society based on power, Jordan. You know, jo- I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I don't either. You don't have to spin it to make sense to me, but I don't hate that. And I mean, technically, I wasn't going to spin it. And <laughs> I, I know. technically, Paul is icing everyone in their army, and Jordan is the only one alive at this moment, other than whoever Kuhn just Uno reversed back to life. So, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, true. You know, and that's the thing oh, where shit, it's like. Yeah, you know, her. She's leading. I, she can't. Yeah. Declaration decided. That too. Bam. Teamwork. Makes the dream work. Facts. All right. Um, uh, yeah. Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, they don't like each other. So as far as the relationships concerned, obviously a little bit, <laughs> uh, I want doom to be revived and I want, yeah, I want them to fight. Like I want, I want the brothers to fight in some way, shape or form. Cause it's like, dude, they're propping these dudes up as like, they these are. are like the three baddest mofos you've met yeah. on the West side. You know what I mean? And we're exactly. like, like. If Yama just pulls some shit where he's asleep and bomb slaps him awake and then he's like, oh, they're here. And then like, he just like leaves or some shit. I'm going to be fucking furious. Like I, like they're propping doom up to be doom. His name's fucking doom. His name's doom. There's going to be a fight. 
for sure. But, but it's weird. Yeah, but I want it to be with Doom, which means that Dang Dang's going to have to bite it. Well, it, it, it <laughs> or they could fight, and then no, he I gives know, the hard No, 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 but it, it almost feels like a losing battle, because it's like, yeah, all right, Doom wakes up, which you'd hope he wakes up, and fights, and then Dang Dang dies. Okay, and then that's anticlimactic. And then you get the Uno reverse, uh, suddenly everybody's a heart transplant doctor, and you just keep on, you know, just We've giving, done it giving before. Yeah. I know, but it's kind of, like, yeah. it's kind of a cop-out. Oh, I hate it. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's like lose-lose in every way, because yeah. you hate that. You hate if Doom doesn't get resurrected, because you want to see dope-ass fights, and you hate it if Dang Dang dies and actually dies, because it's Dang Dang, and it goes against the whole plot. So it's like, I feel like it's almost we're in a corner where every route that we look almost seems like a failure, unless <laughs> FIU pulls something out where it's like... like the, shonen, the Shonen, like... Uh, staple where it's like everybody can just transplant body parts out of, out of moments all notice the time and like yeah, it's, just, it's yeah. successful 100% yeah, <laughs> yeah, and all it where it's like everybody's an eye transplant yeah, doctor that's not how an eye um, works yeah. and like yeah they're like Dende we're just gonna give him your heart and it's like oh you certified to take that heart out of that boy and put it in that dead person mm-hmm. like that's not how that works but okay and he literally said the words like I'm just gonna slice out your heart now or something like that he's like let me just like take your heart yeah, it's like, that's it's not how unless, it works <laughs> like, unless Doom gets the heart from Dang Dang, and then Kuhn's fire abilities like go into overdrive, and you I can, can like that, maybe. literally like revive Dang Dang. I don't know how. And again, we're gonna have to spin it to make sense. <laughs> but we're, we're close. <laughs> Still a boner kill, though. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like that's that's the best way to get as much of the cake and eat it as possible because it's like. You still get Dang Dang at the end of it. He doesn't die. You still get Doom, and he doesn't have to, like, do some, like, oh, I'm giving my heart back to you and, like, give up his life. He gets to just exist and be Doom. Um, <laughs> and, you, and you'll get a dope-ass fight with him because he'll be there. Mm. But, like, it – and then I – because I feel like – yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just the it's best. Weird. Yeah, it's like you're getting the cake, eating it, and then puking it back up just to make <laughs> it work again, like to get a second slice. Well, that's my know. issue, right? I feel for me personally, I feel like there has to be a route and it has to be stuck with, right? Yeah. And it's just I'm just voicing my opinion that I'd rather it be the Doom gets revived route so I could see a dope fight. But like I think it's you either revive Doom and actually like axe Dang Dang, mm-hmm. like actually axe him, and that's anticlimactic in that sense. But I can see it spun in the sense that. It's a tragic ending, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yeah, that would be what we, you know what I mean? That would what be great. That would be what you expected. Yeah. That it's like he gets to get out of this, but like, this is a cruel world. You understand mm-hmm. we're in the tower. And it's like that much more tragic that he's now developed feelings for mm-hmm. life and all that kind of stuff. And that there are just some miserable people out there, you know what I mean, that want to extract that. Um, I don't think they're going to go that route, but I'm just saying, just to give examples here, they can go that route, the dark route. And then they revive, it'd be badass. And then they revive Doom, and there's some like crazy fights and shit. Um, or they could, you know, they could save him and not revive Doom. But I actually, which is interesting, and I would, I think I'm most upset with the route where they have their cake and eat it too. Like I'm most upset with the route where they give him the heart, they they fight, and then he gets his heart back. Oh, like whether it's through Doom yeah. or they do some like reverse cockamimi bullshit where they like mm-hmm. fish him to death. You know what I mean? And then pfft, like he's alive. Like I hate that shit. Cause it, I'm not gonna it, lie, that's one of uh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. That has been one of my gripes with Tower of God as a series. Just in in general, I feel like there's a lot of that. There's a lot of getting your cake and eating it too in this series. And while it's like yeah, and it's like a feel good moment there because it's like obviously you like the characters and stuff like. That that there are and don't get me wrong there are moments when it's not that but i feel like there are very few and far between um and that's something for me that really you know keeps me utterly engaged uh to the fullest extent where it's like there are actual real world there are like incredible real world consequences and there are evil 
pieces of shit out there that will do that. And like, you have to be willing to accept the fact that like, you can't save everyone. It can't always be the, the best case scenario type thing. So that's just me going on a, a bit of a rant here, but I, I don't know. I just bottom line is that aside, I would like to see what this doom guy is all about because clearly Yama, who seems to be propped up as like head honcho here, apparently had to get his squad to help beat him the first time around, they said. And I don't know if that's just because he wanted to guarantee that he'd get the win um, and wasn't taking any chances. Like maybe it was a toe-to-toe thing or maybe because Yama was younger at that point because he's the middle brother from what we know. Um, he just wasn't up to snuff at that point and then now he is, so it would be a fight. And I'm also curious to know of Doom because they, they seem to be extracting power from him. If it's if he's literally becoming smaller and weaker because they've extracted power from him because remember uh, Yama was like I haven't given my power out or they said Yama didn't give his out and he used to be like bigger because they refer to him have this as this like snarling beast right like this thing but I guess that's just the myth right it's like the Wizard of Oz like you pull back the curtain it's really a guy behind the machine that's like pulling all this shit so like maybe that's the deal he's got some other thing going on in general I don't know I just want to voice one more thing that I really wish I don't know how you guys feel about this but I actually I really Obviously, we, this route is completely out of the water, right? Because everyone's kind of revealed their cards. But I really wanted to see what that game was going to be, where they have to, like, steal the fang from, uh, like, the actual arena, uh, where they, like, put Dang Dang in, and it was, like, going to be this fight where they had to, like, steal the fang and whatever. And, like, I didn't know if the route was going to be during the game. There's going to be some, like, some background shit going on, you know what I mean? Where it's, like, we have to kind of, like screw around with the, how the game works and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Um, I don't know. I thought that would have been a cool concept to see that game, but that's just a, a small a small thing. I think all cards are revealed now. You know what I mean? I just feel like we go that route a lot where it's like, here's the game. It's going to happen. And everyone's like, why are we playing this game? We're all gods, you know? And then it just like explosions and like shit happens and it's like we kind of lost a little bit of that. But somebody ended on a positive note. Um. I like Hoon's uh, new ability. Yes, I do. The koi fish is really dope. That is dope. that is a cool <laughs> Gavin, say something. Hi, Mom. <laughs> anyway. She doesn't watch these videos, but <laughs> <laughs> it's for the public count. And if she does watch them, you don't watch them because I'm going to get arrested. Please, call the cops. But if she made it till the end of this video, um, we could have a question for the comment of the day. Um, What? Gotta read the comment of the day first. It doesn't matter. We don't need to do it in any order. We're already here, Fair you know. <laughs> like, we're already here because I put us here. Yeah. <laughs> um. What are the What are the names of the bros? The 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 three. All right, we're not doing threes. <laughs> Every glass. We're done. In all right, no more threes. Gavin's like superstitious over here. That no. like Beetlejuice is gonna come because down and just like no, smite us no, all. They're just like it's so much effort. <laughs> like. How's that a lot of effort? It's literally named the three top dogs, like the, you know, hey, Yama and bros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah three top dogs, like, you know. Well, I didn't yeah. want to say it. I, I didn't know, want to give away the with answer. You. I'm playing with you. Paul Doom. Uh, but, yeah, so if you made it till the end of the video, uh, comment your thoughts, Gavin's mom, and uh, we might just read your comment in the next video. We actually have our comment of the day, Gavin, if you'd like to read it. Oh, why, thank you, because I'm looking out for you, my boy. My boy, Darian Donaldson. Didn't even memorize his I name. Unreal. 
you're lucky I can't say this on camera. What's to do to you? All right. Um, I I like the long hair. Don't care. Look on Bam. And sir, you are 100% correct because Viola long hair Bam is the only correct Bam. And these two can suck it because they know they're wrong. It's okay. It's a cruel, cruel world led by a cruel Viola with some fire flowy hair. Gavin, go to I your like room. I like your style. I'm in my room. <laughs> go to your room with your glass of milk and turn your nightlight off. Okay, go to bed. Who just drink? Also, that comment does not specifically say that, like, Viol's long hair, just long it's hair. Literally long hair. Which could also apply nah. to season three, bam. No, it also it applies to Viol. <laughs> my boy, Darren Donaldson, <laughs> we're reading your reply again. I don't care. You go in the comments and specify that you're talking about my boy Viol so I can run it through the that gutter. called a reach. I, I will go to your house and take down your gutters in your house. Darian, I need you, boy. Help. Gavin, take your sippy cup you. and go upstairs, okay? I got you. Sippy. <laughs> I almost broke that mug, though. <laughs> oh, we're crazy y'all are wild anyway thank you for commenting yes. by the way if anyone was curious we asked what your favorite hairstyle bombs was being that that was a hot button topic if you couldn't tell mm-hmm. already um <laughs> but anyway also big shout out to our patrons especially our acolytes of anime stoic and nathan love all of our patrons from the bottom of our hearts and all of our fans that let us do what we do um couldn't do it without you guys and Kevin is just being an idiot. Um, beyond that, make sure you guys are liking this video. If you enjoyed it, you're subscribing to the channel, hitting that bell if you are new here. Or if you're a veteran, you don't have that bell ticked already. I don't know what the hell you're doing, but let's grow up. Okay, all right, let's do that. Um, so hit that up and comment your thoughts down below. What did you think of today's discussion? The questions posed, would you have answered them differently? Was there anything that we might have glossed over or missed? Obviously, without spoiling anything, we are very close to being caught up. So... We don't need the whole 411 on like what everyone's exactly. going to be doing in the next 50 chapters because we're going to get there before you know it anyway. So yeah. let us theorize. Let us go and a little we will crazy. Kill you. Yeah, let's go a little crazy <laughs> with the predictions. Won't do that. Um, you know, and like I said, AOA reacts. Uh, hit that up. Link is in the description down below so you can catch all of our live read throughs of Tower of God and any other reactions that we might have. Uh, at the time of recording, Attack on Titan's coming out tomorrow, but when this video comes out, Attack on Titan would already be out. So if you're an Attack on Titan fan, that's another thing that you could watch on there. Along with Haikyuu. <laughs> <laughs> and just uh, the whole week's worth of video. No, I like Attack on Titan. I want people to like it too. So <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, watch Attack on Titan. That was my plug. All right. Anyway, you get to do it with Haikyuu all the time, all right? I'm there with you, though. What are you saying right now? <laughs> I don't even know. I'm drunk, and I don't even drink, okay? <laughs> it is far too late, and this is what happens when we do too much of a workload, one thing. A pet rack's head. All right, we're going to head out. Thank you very much for watching and listening. Love y'all, and uh, we will catch y'all on the flip. Peace. Later. <laughs> Ninjas are samurais. Blaze of the cool eyes. Find me in the leaf of the cloud, screaming out Bankai. We just some ghouls though, who like seeing parts fly. They like what you saying. Goma got more through the storylines. I tested your neck from the start. My hunters gon' come for your heart. I promise you'll land in my boulevard. Left them in one piece. No.